Okay. That's the way I get to do Stephanie's birthday up front this time. Yeah. And then make sure you know where the music to start, right? Well, good evening. Welcome to another service at House of Power Outreach. We just welcome you to be here. I first want to start out apologizing for thinking Father's Day was this past Sunday. It was not. It's this coming Sunday. So in my efforts to fix that, I'm calling it a two-part series that we are going to do part one, part two. So a Father's Cries part two will come this Sunday, and I apologize for that, but I was convinced it was Father's Day. And so my daughter, Miracle, quickly found out that it's wrong, and not only is it wrong, but you got the rest of us wrong. So uh, we are going to have a blessed time. I do want to give you a couple quick announcements. Uh, happy birthday to Miss Stephanie. Uh, her birthday was this past weekend, and she's such a blessing to us, and uh, is an amazing and mighty woman of God, a praise and worship leader. I want to thank all of you guys for your prayers, for my family this weekend and the and the memorial service for my aunt and and just was a amazing time to see all my family together and just a time where God moved mightily on on just just his spirit was so powerful around my family members and all the loved ones and so I thank you guys for your prayers that it was it was really it was felt it was known so we were blessed to do that uh, also just going to point you guys toward our website at uh, hopochurch.org uh, go and look at all the activities all the opportunities to be able to be a part of the ministry we would love to have your support and and welcome you to come in and be a part of reaching and changing lives for the glory of God as well as our donate button to give there we have our, our page on there so you can give and Please pray over your offering as you prepare your hearts to give them that it's your time of worship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And as he bless and ministers your gift that we may receive your earthly gifts, but he is he receives your faith. And, and God is an increaser. He's a God. He's of, an, of an abundance. As John 10, 10 said, he came that, he, that we might have life and that more abundantly. God honors you and wants to, wants to bless your gift. Uh, right now, I don't have any prayer requests, but I do want to pray over our land and everything that's going on. And I just want you guys to agree with me in prayer before we get into the word. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray and thank you that you are our God. You're the center of everything that we do. And pray, Lord God, as we are centering the Lord Jesus Christ over our entire nation. Amidst COVID, amidst all the, the uh, uproar and uprising that's going on, we pray that our God is me meeting every need and declaring peace over the land and peace be still. That we're going to speak God's word and God's truth alone shall stand. I thank you for the will of God that is moving forth. Uh, in lives today like never before as Lord God you fill up the earth fill up the land Father God I speak Father God for prophetic messages to come out of the people of God and that we'll be ready and be instant in season and, and out Lord God about ministering to people about the love of Christ and, and bringing forth healing more than anything Lord God that our land begins to be healed we pray for leaders you've called for the church to pray for leaders and not criticize but pray that they will have the godly influence of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we're going to be responsible in praying that, that every leader will be influenced by the Spirit of God. That Father God, I thank you, Lord God, if there's any uh, believer been out of position in their prayer and been more critical than prayerful, I thank you that that turns around right now, that they begin to hear the very word and voice of God to say, I declare leaders to submit to the authority of the Spirit of God. 
Father, we thank you for hearing us as we pray. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Thank you guys for praying with me. I want to jump into our word about tonight is about posture and it's trust posture. Uh, posture, uh, leaning will lessen our faith. So if you're leaning, that's going to make your faith weak when it comes time to believe. Now we we believe trust is powerful here in our couples class. We'll talk about trust and love are, are almost equally. Sometimes trust is even more powerful than love because we have relatives that we love, but we don't trust them. We love them, but they can't drive our cars. They can't use our, uh, hold on to our wallets because the trust isn't there. So trust is a powerful thing. Same thing with our walk with God. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 7, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. So it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. God in, your, in our heart will always be bigger than what is in our head. It doesn't matter how your mind tries to run wild. Say, wait a minute, let me go back to my heart. Let me look at the heart of the matter. In fact, Psalms 45.1 says, my heart overflows with a good thing. My tongue is the pen of the ready writer. So you'll be able to tell whether your heart is in it with God or whether it's just you because your tongue will begin to express things either it's by what you're afraid of about, or about the God that you believe in. So it's bigger it is much bigger the fact that then the word says that what we what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal right and you may see a huge roadblock we see a huge land of hate that is going on but that's not greater than the heart of God that says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son there was a gift that was a sacrifice given for love to be spread throughout this world so we're not I'm not letting that go I'm gonna command this world to respond to the love of God I'm gonna command and that the authority of God is for Jesus came and he spread love throughout the entire world and that people are going to come together in love and not violence and not hate it is going to be the blessing so this whole thing that's temporary the eternal is coming and we need to carry it like it's eternal we need to carry it like it's greater than what's happening in front of you carry your faith carry the word carry what you believe greater than what's happening in front of you and see and watch and see that God won't do a great miracle so he's wanting to walk according to that so we have to walk according to what resides in our heart and not what's set up in our surroundings. When the things of this world start to become a believable option, when this becomes a believable option, when we start to say things like, it's never going to get better, things are just going to get worse, things are just going to get worse, when that becomes one of the options, that is a clear sign that you are starting to lean. You're starting to be able to lean in and you're not uh, not being in a place where God can deal with your heart. That means your heart is starting to be divided. So you're not trusting the Lord with all your heart. You've divided it because now you've got options. And the best way to believe God is make sure he's the only source. There's not other options. So divide about what to trust and you're divided about who to trust. I trust in what's going on around me because it's getting so bad. Or do I trust the one who found me? Because he is that good. It is God that is that good. It is, it, it is with complete trust in God that we not only believe that God is real, but we live like he is real. 
A lot of times people can say, I believe in God, but they don't live like God is real. They don't, they'll say, I believe God is real, but I don't live like he's real. Well, live like he's real. Let your faith also be known by the way you live. And that'll be a part of it because we need a real believer living like a God, like, like how real God is so that people can see the real truth. Without complete trust, our circumstances will get between us and God instead of allowing God to be between, be between us and our circumstances. So if I, don't, if I start leaning, the thing that I keep paying attention to that's, that's in my head, that's bigger, it's going to be between me and God. But as long as I trust God, God is always going to maintain his position between me and the thing that I'm coming up against. And Psalms 84, 11 for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will, will, will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold for them that walk uprightly. And so it's the last part of that, that there's no good thing that he will withhold from them that walk uprightly. Trust is what keeps us upright. And, and not about the way things are happening around us. It is our trust that keeps us upright. And so if I'm upright, there's no good thing that God would withhold because I'm upright. Well, that's, that's a part of it. It is the fact that if I start leaning on my understanding, it will cause me to miss out because I'm no longer upright. I'm leaning. I'm, I'm basically out of position to receive the good of God and the goodness of God. So it is the wisdom and direction that, that comes from God that produces a good life when I'm upright. God is trying to message me and minister to me by me being upright. That's why it's not good for you if you make a mistake to stay down. No, repent and get back up. Keep moving. Get back upright because when you confess that God is faithful and just to forgive you. And we can say all things work together for the good, but if we're not trusting God completely, we're leaning past the good that God wants to do. So in other words, that you begin to say that scripture in Romans 8 and 28, that all things work together for the good, but you got to be good about standing upright, even if you don't feel right. Stand upright. Stand up in the things of God. Be in that place that you got to make sure that your understanding isn't taking you away from trusting God. A lot of times people are trying, but they're not trusting. And so we got to make sure we put those things back in place. There's a lot of pressure to lean one way or another, but a believer, a Christian, a believer, must lean toward trusting what is what, lean toward trusting God and not just leaning toward what is popular. It is, it is dangerous for the church to not be able to lean toward what God is saying because they want to lean toward the, what's popular. Listen, God is always going to be here. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. All trends are going to go away, but God will never go away. He will always be here. His word will be here. So if that's the case, as we believe, starting down the road of siding with what's popular opinion, with a, with, with a popular opinion, weakens our heart to stand for our God-called purpose. So if I'm leaning, I'm getting weaker. And that's why I said it lessens our faith. It, because I'm leaning, I'm, I'm weakening my faith because I'm leaning in this. And then like in Romans 12, 2 says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Conform means that I'm being, I'm being basically bent in a direction or leaning toward a direction. But God says, be transformed. Don't be conformed. Transformation happens in your heart. 
by the renewing of your mind. It, it transforms us. It doesn't bend us in another way. So, so be careful about trying to go with something because it's popular instead of going with what the word of God says. So the real God we believe in is going to lead us into making a real stand against what is happening around us. That's real God. See, I got to go with what, what the word of God says, just like Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. And he said that. He said that it is written. He kept saying, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. However, when Adam and Eve, when you saw when they blew it, blew it they went and put leaves between them and God. They began to put something in between them because now they weren't trusting God. They were leaning on their understanding of what their current condition was. And God told them, God said to them, who told you that? Who told you that? Who told you God wasn't going to fix our nation? Who told you that God wasn't going to bless our nation and bless your children and bless your house? Who told you that? Who told you that God's word wasn't going to get out? Who told you that? Quit believing that and go back to the word of God. In Psalms 37, verse 3 through 5, it says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. That's, that's, I love that. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust him, trust in him, and he will do it. I love that in verse three where it says, cultivate faithfulness. Grow consistency. Grow that faithfulness. And see, a lot of times we like to talk about faithfulness, but we don't like to grow faithfulness. Because growing faithfulness, faithfulness means that I may have to stand through some tough times to be right there in God's timing. Trust is not just the thing we do. It is our posture. It is how we stand in faith that, that holds us in place when things are failing all around us. My trust is my posture. It is my, it is my stand. It is my, my upholding. So it, 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 leans, it puts me in that place. Leaning is terrible for our posture physically and spiritually. It's terrible because it ultimately leaves us off balance in our belief. There's the woman that was, had the spirit of infirmity 18 years, and she was bent over. She couldn't hold her head up. She'd been carrying everybody else's stuff, bent over by the spirit of infirmity. And there's a lot of times if we start leaning and get bent toward, well, it's been, I haven't, you know, my body ain't fully healed. Maybe it's not for me. You become bent, and, or you become bent in bitterness because things have happened in your heart, and you become bent. And God is saying, I need you to stand upright and believe the word. Trust me that I am your healer. I am your restorer. So allow trust to be your posture or our posture, and truth will be our passion. When trust is our, po our posture, truth is our passion, and we'll be able to run with God in that truth. Uh, draw, from draw, from the draw from communion with God all the inward intensity of joy that can be given. So there's a joy, there's an intensity. But it comes from in my trust in God and my relationship with God and my growing with God is the intensity that I'm going to have to be with God and, and be able to bless God at all times. And so we, we want to make sure that we are there in that place where not only am I going to just trust, be my posture, but truth will be my passion. So I'm going to go with the word of God. I'm going to stick with truth. And I understand that you may have all your friends in the world believe in something, but if it ain't the truth, you can't have any passion for it. So don't be a follower. I love people that said that they're giving a voice, but really they just saying what everybody else said. And that's not a voice. That's an echo. And we have to be careful of what we're calling a voice when it's really just an echo. 
In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6 through 8, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. Now, why is God wanting us to think on these things? Because what you think about the longest will become the strongest in your life. So in other words, what's in your heart is you're going to be thinking about it. What you think about going to get in your heart, right? And the Bible says out of abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So that exposes what you've been thinking about and what's been holding in your heart when, it, when you open your mouth. Things that are capable of making us anxious are also capable of making us victorious if we are willing to trust God over leaning into fear. That very thing that's trying to make you anxious is the one thing that you need to defeat that's going to make you victorious. They both go together. It's either going to make you afraid, it's going to make you stronger, it's going to make you grow, or it's going to make you die. So one of the things you have to do is you pull back and say, I'm going to trust God because I know the way of God is life. And that more abundantly. Leaning lessens our faith. So I don't want my faith. Oh, and this Jesus had to come back and say to his disciples because they were leaning toward the storm when they went to go wake him up. And they were wondering if he cared if they died because they were leaning toward the disruption of the storm instead of trusting in the God that was in their boat. And he woke up and said, why are you, oh, you of little faith? Oh, you of less in faith. You've been leaning and now your faith is less that you can speak to this thing and you have the authority to do so. So leaning lessens our faith and keeps us from learning how to have peace in difficult time how to have peace when times are struggling anybody can have peace when there's nothing going on but to have peace when times are struggling means you have peace in your heart not just in your situation if the only time you have peace is when your situation is good that's not peace that's opportunistic you know that's that opportunity to just say well things are good and so I'm gonna act according to the things around me peace is a byproduct of trust and is the lifetime faithfulness of God that honors faith Though you cannot outrun your problems, you can outbelieve them. You may not be able to outrun them, but you can outbelieve them. You may not be able to undo your past and being able to be able to overcome, uh, uh, undo the abuse, but you can outbelieve the, the, uh, the abuse in your life. You can believe it out. Peace means that we are not alone and we can face anything if we don't have, that we can face anything that if we don't face it alone. So it's, it's like, I'm not alone, so I don't have to face things alone. I can face things according to the word of God. In John chapter 14 and verse 1 through 2, it says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And so here's Jesus. He says, trust, trust in God. Basically, don't let your heart be troubled. Whatever you do, protect your heart. Things come against your body, things come against your mind, but don't let it get to your heart. Keep your heart. Because if they come in there and get your heart, it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. Your posture's bent because your heart's not in it. And so don't let it get to your heart. Trust doesn't ignore facts. It merely reminds us that God, of God's greatness. 
trust doesn't, doesn't ignore that we got a world out there, that we got people out there killing other people. We got people out there doing things in the name of something else, but they're doing other things on the side. It, that's not being ignored. The trust is saying God's greatness is greater than the things that are going on, the circumstances, the, that, that God, that, that God is, gun, is bigger. He's better. The best way to deal with facts is trust. That's the best way to deal with facts. You got all the facts stacked up against you, but trust in God anyway, because any cost that comes up, we know God has already paid for us to have victory. Jesus already paid the price for us to have victory. So how's your posture? How you standing? How you believing? How are you going? How are things starting to happen in your life? As I get ready to pray for you, I want to know about your posture. I want you to be able to gain your posture back. Some of you have been walking with your heads down, been walking in give up mode, and, and God is saying, no, I need for that person to get their posture back. As you begin to, to just receive, begin to stand, just begin to just see God standing you upright because there's no good thing that he withhold from those who walk uprightly. I want you to bow your heads and pray with me. Please don't move. Don't turn the station. Don't do anything else. But let's pray together. As we have worship in the background, I want you to really pray for God to restore your trust. Father, I just pray, I thank you for each and every person and the sound of my voice that's watching this message. Lord God, that you are restoring trust and hope in them. That Lord, that they've had some major breaks, some major things that has invaded and, and robbed and broken into their trust. But in the name of Jesus, this day right now, you are restoring their posture. You're restoring their mind. You're restoring their soul. You're restoring their belief. That said that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm going to trust God in all my ways. Lord, I thank you for uh, getting me out of leaning and thinking everyone's out to get me and everyone's going to hurt me. And every, something always goes wrong. I thank you, Lord God, for delivering me from that lean. I've been leaning for things to go bad. Leaning that my whole things or everything in my life is not going to work out. I don't have enough fi finances, but I trust that you are my source. You are my supply. You are my blesser. You are my healer. And Father God, I just thank you. It's the posture of believers are, are changing right now by the authority of the word of God. That the posture to trust in the marriage and trust that you are taking care of things. Trust that you are, are, are handling the children and trusting you with all of their heart. Not part of it, not winking at it, but all of their heart trusting you. And said, I'm going to get out of this leaning mentality. I'm going to stand upright and trust God for my God to bring it to me. I know that, God, I delight in your ways. I trust in your word. I believe that if you have said it, it is done. It is so. And Lord God, I thank you for an attitude of trust as the body of Christ comes together universally to trust and say this land belongs to God. This is a land of love. This is a land of peace that surpasses all understanding. Every evil stronghold to be pulled down and broken in the name of Jesus. Those of you that are out there that said, I've never accepted Christ. Please receive Jesus today. He said, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that he died and rose on the third day, that you would be born again, I pray you receive him and just enter into the kingdom with us. We rejoice with you. Salvation and the blessing of God begins to come into your heart. Holy Spirit, fill them up from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, that they'll be equipped to learn and grow in guidance in the word of God, and that there will be a great peace. And Father, we thank you for the message tonight. We thank you, Lord God, for your deliverance. In Jesus' name, amen.
If you prayed that prayer for the first time, please send us a message and let us know. We want to pray with you and maybe get some things to you to help you grow in your walk with God. And, and again, we welcome those of you who are interested in coming to, to uh, in, in-person service, uh, which service starts at 10 a.m. Uh, on this Sunday. And we welcome Father's Day, the real Father's Day this Sunday. And we look forward to seeing you guys. Bye-bye.